0: Hello, everyone. This is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Isaac Petrie. And listen, I want you to help me share the word, get the word out. And please click this, uh, like it. I want you to review it and also share it. And uh, for all other information about Isaac Petrie Ministries, where I will be, what we're doing, just please go to isaacpetrie.org for all things Isaac Petrie. And listen, I'm humbled and honored to share this broadcast with you because this particular podcast is going to be trying to decode what is happening in the Culture, What is happening in the earth, what is happening in the church, our response to it concerning all of the things that have been happening here recently, whether we're dealing with the war in Ukraine, whether we're dealing with the inflation and the issues here um, in our nation, dealing with economics and just these extremely high prices and whether we're dealing with You know, this abortion issue and the leaking of this information about the Supreme Court's maybe pending decision about Roe versus Wade. And what is the kingdom perspective to all of this? Because the church, I believe, is the answer. One of the issues that I have long had a problem with in the body of Christ When it comes to the issues of politics are a couple of things. Number one, there is this group of people that have long felt that the church shouldn't be involved in politics and how we should be separate from those things. We shouldn't even be concerned about those things. Just preach and be done with it. Well, first of all, that is not correct. That is not the correct perspective to take because this has always been about, quote unquote, politics. And what I mean by politics, this has always been about governing rulers, rising to oppress people. You can go all the way back to the book of Genesis. The first exodus was about basically a political ruler, um, pharaoh. And the oppression of the children of Israel. It's always been about these kingdoms, whether it's Babylon, Syria, Persia, Rome. So this has always been a battle of not necessarily two churches fighting against one another. So read the Bible. Clearly, this has always been, been about the prophets and the word of God and God trying to find righteous people to rule his people and guide his people, the children of Israel. God never chose presidents and kings and leaders. No, men chose that. When God wanted to lead the children of Israel and they wanted a king like other kings, that's how they got Saul. And since we entered that system, God says, well, I've got to find a king after my own heart. If you all want one man to rule you and you don't want to heed my voice and that's the system you want, then I'll give it to you and I'll meet you in that system. And it's always been a struggle to find the right rulers, the right kings, presidents, prime ministers, governors, the right mayors. That would set the agenda and the policy of heaven over the people so that the people could be blessed. So that the city, the nation, the state and the world could be blessed under righteous rulers. Because when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. And so it's always been God's design to have governing rulers. Even Isaiah chapter number nine Says concerning Jesus that the government would be up on his shoulders, and of the increase of his kingdom, there will be no end. And so, this has always been about rulership, it's always been about kingdoms or rulers over a domain, it's always been quote unquote political. Now, I don't like the word political because basically. It it just deals with the natural way in which men go about forming policies to rule a nation. I like the word government better because it's a Bible word. It's a kingdom word. And this has always, always been about government. So the notion that the church should just allow the world to pick. Our governing rulers is ridiculous. The fact that we should just turn a blind eye from that field, not talk about it, not try to influence it, not try to find the proper leaders in which would rule and set policy over us, because the policies that are set over a city, a state, a, a, a nation basically determines the spiritual activity that will be allowed into that city, state, or nation. And so this is crucial so that we can have men and women that are influenced by the kingdom of God who set policy according to the word of God so that we could live under the laws of God, so that we could be blessed I mean, this is about being blessed and not cursed. This is about following God's ways, God's laws. And so that has been the number one problem I've had is the ignorance that we've had. And I'm not calling anybody ignorant. I'm talking about the broader form, uh, the broader form of not being informed About that whole arena because that has been the stronghold that Satan has used since the book of Genesis. It is what got Jesus crucified. It is the whole struggle with the early church with Rome. It's always been a battle of dealing with rulers that oppose the ways and will and word of God. And so the church has to be involved. I remember when I started teaching things like this in our church and when I first started talking to the church about different policies and all of that, and because it was a traditional setting in which people never talked about those things in church, then I, I begin to highlight those things. And it dawned on me, and I asked my church this question, that if you have no knowledge of these things, of policies written, of where people stand, what they're trying to implement, what you're living under, if you don't have any, any knowledge of that, how in the world are you voting? If if you don't, if I mean, how do you go cast a vote if you have no knowledge of all of this? And, I, and it came to find out that most of us, because we were African-Americans just by race and culture, just went in and voted for a Democrat. We didn't know why. We didn't even know anything about the policies. We just did it because that was the cultural racial norm. Well, this has to be bigger than that. And this is not to disparage the Democrat Party over the Republican Party, because I'm not loyal to either one. I'm loyal to the kingdom party and we have got to get to that point in which I'll talk about that in just a second. But the point is this. You have to know who and what you're voting for in order to cast a vote, because if we are going to be in this system, then we have to influence it, influence it. We have to advance the kingdom of God in it to the best of our abilities in this notion to just leave it all up to the world. And as long as we're saved and on our way to heaven, let's not be a part of all of that. Well, that means we get to live under it. So we're living under and have lived under in this nation, unrighteous rules. Now, just think about where we would be with slavery, with segregation, with Jim Crow, with all of that had not leaders and men of God stood up and begin to press the political arena about these unrighteous laws. Where would we be? And so what I've discovered is that we do want civic involvement. We do want to challenge the powers that be, but only when it comes to certain things. And we've allowed the enemy to 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 segregate us and divide us racially, economically, culturally, to where the church hasn't been able to be the force it needs to be in order to bring real kingdom clarity in this political arena. So number one, let's just put to bed the notion that we are not supposed to talk about politics, know about politics, know, who's running, what they stand for, what laws they're going to enact, what policies are they going to enact, because you are going to have to live under those policies. So just shouting and praising God and singing Kumbaya is not going to cut it while they begin, while the enemy sets the policies for the world and the nations and we who are to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world just what get ran over by these just have to live and deal with them come on you know that's not the method of Jesus nor the nor the the assignment of the kingdom of heaven no we are supposed to be the one influencing it and making sure that we get men and women after God's own heart Because that is the first ruler he was able to handpick, raise up, was David a man after his own heart. Once the children of Israel wanted kings and rulers just like the other nations. And so the will of God is that we live by the word of God spoken by the prophets of God. And God gets men and women that will submit to the counsel of the prophets and the word and the ministers of God and enact policy for people. That's the perfect will of God. But that is not what we're dealing with. We are long from that in America. And so now what we have to have is the church begin to start to re-engage by the power of our vote. And so the first thing that has bothered me is the church acting like we shouldn't have ever been a part of it, don't need to be a part of it, shouldn't discuss all of it and begin to encourage the saints to cast a kingdom vote for people who are aligned with the policies of heaven. I don't care whether they're Democrats, Republicans, independents, doesn't matter whether they're black, white, Hispanic Asian, European, it doesn't matter. What matters is, are you, going to, are you going to govern according to the laws, the word, and the principles of heaven? That is the assignment of the church, which leads me to the number two problem. The number two problem I've had is that we cannot find a church with that type of integrity, We are so engrossed in Republican parties and Democrat parties that we can't take ourselves out of the fidelity to these parties and be able to stand in the middle of the road and declare, is this a policy of heaven or not? If it is a policy of heaven, we support it. If it is not a policy of heaven, we don't. And I have been so frustrated and disheartened to see all of the racial division, how racially we're divided into parties. Over 90-something percent of African Americans just basically give their vote to the Democrat Party. And then we've got the issues, and that's in the black church, not just African American people. That's in the African American church. And then you've got the evangelicals who seem to be more loyal To the Republican Party and in my humble, listen, this is just my podcast and my opinion. I feel like we should come out of all of this and stand and declare clearly that we are not loyal and we are not supporting or voting any party, anybody that is going to enact policies that are against the word of God. I don't believe we should be evangelicals for Trump are evangelicals for Biden. We're not evangelicals for anybody. We are evangelicals for Christ and whoever sides with the Lord Jesus Christ, that is who we are going to support. And I believe we have the leverage. If we all came together and really came out of all of this, this deception that we're under, The church could be a force that if we all came together, we could determine every elected official in every city, every state, in every nation, especially in America. We could do it, but we're divided. And there's a segment of us who only care about social issues. And then there's a segment of us that only care about, you know, whether it's moral issues. What would happen if we came together and cared about them both? And so you have evangelicals screaming across the fence. I can't believe they don't ever hear any black people talking about black pastors, talking about abortion. They don't ever hear them talking about, you know, the gay marriage and what's happening in the Democrat Party with all of that and all of this moral, immoral stuff. And then you got the black pastors who are screaming across. I don't ever hear y'all say nothing about the child once it gets out the womb. And I don't hear you say nothing about poverty and in and, and a nation that's rich people ought to have health care. And I can't believe you, you not, you know, for people having affordable health care and, and, and sharing and giving to the poor and the needy in the prison and just, just all this division fussing and shouting from their different sides of the fence. When if we would really be the kingdom party that God wants, we would all come together And we could use our authority, our influence and our leverage to make sure all of that gets done, to make sure that the poor are taken care of, to make sure that where there needs to be needs for health care and there needs to be a hand up, not necessarily a handout where there needs to be um, equality and where there needs to be fixed injustice issues. And then where there needs to be moral clarity when it comes to marriage and and grooming children and abortion issues, which we know are blatantly against God's word. How in the world have we been split where we have to support policies that violate the word of God in order to cast a vote in this nation. The issue is the church, because we have not stood and said we are not on anybody's side. We are on the Lord's side. And if you want our vote, our support, this is what you must do. These are the laws you must pass. These are the policies That you must bring um, out of Congress if you're going to get our support and our vote. But we won't do that. We won't do that. We're just as divided as the world. We're stuck racially. We're stuck culturally. We're stuck, stuck, stuck. And because of that, we're living underneath some of the most ungodly things that even me I go back to my childhood. I go back to I'm only 52 years of age, so I'm an 80s boy. You know, I came out of high school and went into college in the late 80s. And and I can't even imagine some of the things that are that are being pushed down the throats of our children and some of the things that we've had to walk through and seem like we're going backwards when it comes to some of the the wars and the fights over. Over racism and voting and all of these things. And the church is the problem. If we would pledge allegiance only to the Lamb and humble ourselves and come together as brothers and sisters in Christ. We can get a kingdom agenda out of the governing systems of this world. We have the leverage. We have the power. We have the backing of heaven. We have the Holy Spirit. And we have the numbers. But will we do it? Or will we just allow unrighteous policies, unrighteous people To govern our lives. It's just my humble opinion. My prayers that the church would come together. So that we could have one nation under God. And no matter how it's been going forward. We can get a kingdom agenda passed in this nation. And so that is the whole scope that I wanted to talk concerning this whole political Not necessarily diving into all of the policies. We know what's against the word of God. We know what's not righteous. We know what's unrighteous. No matter what the policy is. No matter who it affects. We know. We know what God loves. And when we get to the point where we only love what God loves and hate what God hates. Then we will be the church that God wants us to be. Because it is us who is the light of the world. And the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, it's good for nothing. And in this area, it is time for the church to finally get kingdom clarity because it is the political arena where Satan has, where Satan is, and where Satan will always have the most demonic activity who will rule Nations. And it's getting to the point right now where you're going to have to make some decisions because it is division time or or no division is of the enemy. Separation is of the Lord. And so I want to close this podcast saying this, that talking to a lot of the people of God with a prophetic sense and asking them, what are you sensing? This is a time of separation. This is a time where, where you're going to have to make some choices on which side of the fence you stand. This is a time where nations are being weighed in the balance of which way you're going to go. Cities are being weighed in the balance. States are being weighed in the balance of where you're going to go. One of the things that that will happen if Roe versus Wade is overturned and it's kicked back down to the states Now you're going to see what the culture is like in different states as states will now begin to make their own decisions. Instead of being forced federally, they're going to have their own decision making power within all of the citizens that are in that state that have the right to vote. And you will see what dominant cultures arise out of different states. This is the time we're in. It's like that in families. It's like that in the church. We're coming up into this time of separation where you're going to begin to clearly see what is of the kingdom of heaven and what is of the kingdom of darkness and who will compromise or who will stand, who will seek the kingdom first or who will seek themselves first. We are coming to that point where. The separation is here, which means it's harvest time because that's when the separation comes. It is harvest time. And so many of the prophets are prophesying this. We're not just dealing with sheep and goat nations. Now you're about to deal with sheep and goat states, sheep and goat cities. You're about to see in the church people who will stand for the word of God, no matter who it offends Who doesn't like it? Who will declare truth and who will compromise? We're here. We're at that time. And all of these things that are happening among nations, this is a time of separation. And so I want you to pray to these ends. I want you to pray that the will of God will be done In Ukraine, you've got Russia invading. Then there's already talks of Taiwan and China. And you've got North Korea, South Korea. You've you've got all these tensions in the earth realm. And I'm telling you, we're going to have to pray because only the kingdom will not be shaken. And that is my prayer and desire. Listen, be blessed. Share this information. I pray it challenged you. I pray that you become a part of the church, the ecclesia, that you become kingdom first. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of talk about America first and and how we got to have America first policies and America first people uh, above that, even above that, we got to have kingdom first. Because America first doesn't matter if America is not under the hedge of the kingdom. And so kingdom first people is what we're looking for in Jesus name. God bless you. I will talk to you on the next podcast. Share it. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.